Welcome to Alignment Adventures, a podcast where we explore what it means to live a fulfilling, aligning, and present life. I'm your host, Lindsay Tanner, and I'm so dang glad you're here. and welcome back to another episode of Alignment Adventures. Man, I've got something extra special for you this week. I have another amazing, inspiring, aligning interview for you guys. I finally got to sit down with my good friend, Brittany Hembro. She is so inspirational and her story is just so good. So I actually have known Brittany for I guess a better part of a decade. It's hard to believe it's that long. We met through mutual friends. Then we became business partners through a company called Rodan and Fields. You may or may not have heard of that company before. If you follow along with me on Instagram, you've probably seen me share it here and there. So we became business partners and then just really good friends and got to know each other. And I don't want to give too much away, but her story is so good. We talk about all the things. We talk about therapy. We talk about how to handle major life changes. We talk about what happens when your life is completely rerouted and how to handle that. I love her outlook. I love her mindset. And she has such good advice. So I hope anyone listening going through a tough time or tough season finds inspiration and alignment in this episode. So many good nuggets. Let's go ahead and get right into it. I hope you guys enjoy it as much as I did. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited, but also nervous. (laughs) I know. I know. With Demi, we had to like do three quick breaths, which we probably should have done before, but that's okay. Um, I know you're busy AF, so let's just get right into it. Why don't you start by just telling us a little bit about yourself? So like you said, my name is Brittany. Um, I live in central Illinois. I work in, um, like medical, like healthcare administrative type of stuff. I used to be direct patient care. As you know, I do Rodan fields because that's how we became such great friends. Yep. Um, I'm a healthcare administration grad school student right now, dog, mom, all the things just live in life. Also part-time badass. I want to (laughs) say, Seriously, Brittany is one of the most inspirational people I know, and you guys are going to hear all about it as we get into this, but that is why I wanted to have her here on the podcast because she's just so inspiring. So let's get into, you know, the theme of my podcast is all about like what it means to live an aligned life. So what does that really mean to you living an aligned life? I think for me, it's two parts. Um, One thing would be like, within reason, of course, doing what makes you happy, even if it's not going to make other people happy, like obviously not to like a sociopathic level where you just don't Mm -hmm. care about anybody else ever, but like saying no to something that you don't want to go to as long as it doesn't like negatively affect somebody or saying no, that you can't stay late at work tonight because you have other things to do and your boss can just deal with that. Um, and the second thing would be not caring what anybody else thinks about you so that you can just 
live in peace that as long as you are happy with yourself and the person that you are, who cares what anybody else thinks? I love those two answers. One, because saying no is still really hard for me. So you're going to have to give us some advice on that. And two, (laughs) not caring what other people think. I feel like people go through their whole lives, letting that dictate what they do and do not do. So I just love that that is something you said right off the bat, (laughs) but let's get into like saying no. So I feel like you're really good at this. Do you have any like practical tips on like how you decide what is within your capacity and saying yes to things that align with you and saying no to other things? Um, I mean, I don't have any like hard and fast rules by any means. I kind of just always go by like, how does it feel with me? Like Mm -hmm. if it's something that I know I have to do, even if I don't want to do it, obviously that's not an option. Like I have to, like, I have to mow the grass. I have to go. (laughs) I have to go to work every day. Like there's things that I want to say no to that I have to do. But if it's something where I'm like, you know, I just am really unsure that kind of is always a tr- like triggers me to be like, well, why are you unsure? Like, mm. like, I, like you get an invite to this and it's not an immediate. Yes. It makes me kind of pause to be like, okay, why was that not an immediate? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is it because you're just like currently tired and, but later will be sad. You didn't go. Or is it because you genuinely have no desire to be there and you're only considering saying yes, because you don't want to like disappoint somebody. And if that's the case that I'm like, sorry, I can't do it. Like I just turned down an invite to a wedding that I was like, I just don't want to go. Like I'm exhausted. I don't want to take my weekend to do it. Uh, I feel like that's speaking to so many people right there, especially because it's wedding season (laughs) and 2021, all the weddings are happening now. But I love that. I heard that the other day too. Like if something's not a heck yes, then it's a heck no. And I feel like you just totally summarize that. So I love that you live your life that way. When it comes to not caring what other people think, like, do you feel like you've always been that way or not? I mean, to a certain extent, yes. There has always been a part of me that's just like, I, I don't care. But of course, at some level, we all care. As I have gotten older, it has become more so that I don't care. Um, again, to a certain extent, obviously I want to like make my parents proud and be a good friend and be a good employee. But when it comes to like doing the right thing for me, and if that's going to be something that like somebody judges, goodbye. Like, I don't care if you judge me as long as I'm not like doing something illegal or harmful to others, I don't care. And I've kind of always been that way. Um, I mean, when I was growing up, I had like not the most normal family household. And that really like kind of made me want to hide stuff from people when I was younger. Mm -hmm. My, for anybody who's listening that doesn't know me, I grew up with an alcoholic mother. And Mm -hmm. so hiding that because I was embarrassed was like now has, as I'm an adult exhibited in me being like, you took so much time caring what everybody thinks and like hiding parts of your life. We, I don't have time for that anymore. So then like now I just, I just live and it's a great feeling. I also just want to like add in a tiny disclaimer. Um, I know I mentioned that I grew up with an alcoholic mom. That is not the mom that like people know now. Um, I, she, my mom that I introduce people to like, and say, Hey, this is my mom. She adopted my sister and I, the one that I grew up with passed away when I was in college and is not the same person. I just want to make that very clear. 
I can attest as her friend, she truly is an open book. And I appreciate you being an open book with us, Brittany, because I'm sure, you know, that's not always easy to talk about. So I feel like that leads us into a topic that we've discussed a lot as friends, and that is going to therapy. And it's so interesting because I was just talking about this with another friend, and I do feel like it's becoming less of a, what's the word? taboo topic to talk about, but like, what are your thoughts? Like, have you always gone to therapy? Like you said, your childhood was not normal and you obviously dealt with a lot of trauma as a child. Like what was your experience like going to therapy and what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. So no, I had not, I did not go until about a year ago. Um, I was encouraged by my dad. And then like the woman that I now refer to as my mom, um, my, the mom I grew up with passed away when I was in college and my now mom is my dad's wife and she adopted my sister and I, and I've always been like curious about it. But as you said, it even now is still somewhat taboo. So I was almost like embarrassed to say, like, I think I might need to go to therapy to get some help, but it's not like you're a crazy person because you go Mm -hmm. like, it's just somebody to listen to you. Maybe somebody that's unbiased, somebody that can have a different point of view or somebody that can just like, you can let stuff out to. Um, so like a little, gosh, it's been, I can't believe it's already been over a year now, about, about a year or so ago, I got kind of unexpectedly divorced. I wouldn't, at the time it felt unexpected. Now yeah. it does not feel unexpected <laughs> at all. Now I'm like, praise the Lord. Yes. Best thing that could have ever happened to me. Mm-hmm. But when that happened, I was like, well, I definitely need to talk to someone now. And it was the best decision I've ever made. Um, I mean, just helping me realize like what trauma in my childhood had manifested into in my adult mm-hmm. life and me making the decision to like marry the wrong person and choose like friendships that weren't the right friendship for me and like allowing certain things to happen were all because of like past traumas that I hadn't addressed. And I can just say like, I even just like a few sessions, like I don't actively go anymore. I went for like a check-in a couple of months ago because I was really stressed out about some stuff, but um, it doesn't have to be something you go to like three times a week or once Mm -hmm. a week. Like I went once every couple of weeks for a few months. And then she was like, yeah, I think you're in a great spot. I don't think you need to keep paying to come here. And obviously you have to find the right therapist that will fit you and like, will fit your needs and that you're comfortable with. And one who's not going to just like keep making you pay to come because they want you as a client. Um, if you find the right one, it's so helpful. It doesn't have to be this, like, there's something wrong with you type of thing. It just lets you kind of get everything out and learn things about yourself that you don't know. Wow. Wow. That is just like so interesting and beautiful that here you are a year. Can you believe, like you just said, I can't believe that was a year ago that that even happened to you. Like something that to most people would be so devastating is something that you can look at now and be like, this was such a blessing. And you're just, I mean, you've always been such a strong inspirational person, but even now I can just see how like happy you are and you're just living your best life and you truly did not let that get the best for you. So I just have to put that out there. Do you feel like it's something that people need to wait till something major happens? Or would you like suggest that people should just go, you know, just cause they feel like they need to go? I would say, if you feel like you need someone to talk to just to go, because sometimes like 
if you, I feel like I waited till something major happened. Like Mm -hmm. it literally felt like my entire life was falling apart. Like I was getting divorced. I had lost my job thanks to COVID. I was unemployed. Like I was a mess. I was a hot (laughs) mess. And I was like, oh my God, I have to talk to somebody. But I wonder if like, had I gone sooner when like I had that intuition to be like, maybe I need to talk to somebody. Maybe I wouldn't have been in the situation I was in and never would have been married to the wrong person because I would have known myself better and not Mm -hmm. made those poor choices. I don't know. Obviously I can't go back and change time, but like, I wish I would have gone before I had like this major life thing happen and was like, Oh God, I'm like panicking. Mm -hmm. But I've, but sometimes you don't realize you need to talk to somebody until you're in that like, oh my gosh moment. So yeah. I would say if you feel like, oh, maybe I need to talk to somebody, you should probably do it. But at the same time, sometimes you don't know until you know. Exactly. I feel like a lot of times people do it very reactionary, which is totally understandable yeah. and something very traumatic. Like what happened last year happens. Obviously people go then, but I think it's also so important. Like, I just feel like everyone could benefit from just talking to a third party person that's objective and is not in like what you are in. So I just yeah feel like more people need to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And like, I think that's also part of the problem too, is like, because it's like a taboo type of thing, a lot of people don't go until they have like no other option and they feel lost. But if we normalized, like, you're just going to talk to somebody that can hear you out. And it's like a, almost like as a preventative thing, just the same as like eating right and working out more people would probably go before they get to the point of like, Oh my God, I need help. Agreed. And I feel like what stops a lot of people, like I know what would stop me. Like, I feel like I'm in that camp right now where I should like go talk to someone like nothing crazy is happening. It just, I feel like it's like a healthy thing to do, but what stops a lot of people is they're nervous about finding the right person. So how was that process for you? Was it hard to find the right person? Did you have to go to a couple people? Um, I've only been to one and it was weird trying to find somebody. Cause like, again, it is like something you don't want to talk about with a ton of people. So it's not like when you're looking for the right pair of shoes or you need a new regular doctor, you post asking for recommendations. I would have loved to have posted them and like, Hey, anybody (laughs) have a good therapist? But even I, the person that says, don't care what people think was like, I don't know if that's something I can put out there. So I like talked to my parents about it had them reach out to contacts that they had in the community, like in the area and ask like people that they trusted. And we got like a list of three different therapists. And I called and talked to each one about like how they treat, what insurances they take at the time was it in person or virtual, because I wanted to talk to somebody in person and narrowed it down to who I thought would be a best fit. And then just went and was committed to like, all right, I'm at least going to give her a try for a little while. And if after two, three, four sessions. It's not a good fit. I'll try someone else. Yeah. It is kind of almost like finding a partner or something like you get really vulnerable and deep with them. So I can see why people like that just stops a lot of people. I feel like in general, switching gears a little bit, just because like some of the things you've talked about in your life, like if someone were just to meet you, they may not know that like all these things have happened to you. Like you just, you uh, have overcome so many things in your life with such grace and like such finesse. I don't know. Like you just wouldn't even know. You wouldn't even know that you've been through half the things you've been through. So like overcoming challenges, what's 
like what advice do you have on overcoming challenges? How do you see challenges in your life? Kind of a double question there, but you know what I mean? <laughs> um, I mean, I have not always been the best at staying positive. I can attest to that. I am, it is easy for me to kind of fall into like a negative mindset, especially a few years ago. Now I'm much better about it, but I will say like, allow yourself the time. If some mm-hmm. a challenge comes up to have your little pity party, you can cry about it or yell about it or whatever, yes. like acknowledge those feelings, give yourself the time to do that. But then after that, like I kind of have always viewed it as what other choice do you have? Like I can either find out how I'm going to make this work or I can lay on the couch and do nothing and let my life fall apart. Like yeah. those are your options. Mm-hmm. And to me, not doing nothing was just never the option. So you just, to me, it was just always that, like, give yourself the time to have a fit and then move on and figure it out. Do whatever you have to do to get yourself out of the situation. I love that. And I love that you said you allowed yourself to feel that because I feel like some people want to just skip that step. They are very scared to feel those emotions, like understandably, or they feel them, but then get stuck there. So I, I really like how you explain that feel all the feelings, which is something I always say, and then let it like move through you and move on to the next step, move on to the next, whatever it may be. Absolutely. I mean, I will just say like another thing with the overcoming stuff is like everybody has their own path. Like, so like sometimes it might take longer for you than it does for somebody else. And that's okay. As long as you're taking the steps to figure it out, like, it doesn't have to be tackled in one day. You don't yeah. have to plan. And that is something I strongly had to learn because I am super type A, super, <laughs> um, very like everything has to be planned out. But one thing that I can say the last year and a half has taught me is that the best laid plans never actually work out the way that you plan them. And so you might as well just let it go. And I like distinctly remember, and I'm not, I don't want to offend anybody who is like not religious. So take this as you will. Mm -hmm. But like, I know I've listened to other things where people have talked about like hearing God speak to you and things like that. And I've never experienced that, but like sometime last summer, I can't remember when I remember I was literally driving down the road in my car, bawling my eyes out saying like, out loud. I was like, I don't even know who I was talking to. Just talking out loud. and was like, I need to just, I need to know the plan. I need to know what I'm going to do. I need to know where to move from here. Like I have to figure this out. And I just felt this like overwhelming sense of calm and heard a voice. I swear heard a voice that said, Oh, it's gonna make me emotional. It said, you don't need to know the plan. I already know. Oh my gosh. Well, okay. <laughs> wow. I don't think you've ever told me that story. Full body chills. I don't know if I've ever told you that either, but I remember it. Like, I remember like where I was on veterans parkway, like what intersection I was in because I was so like, did that just happen? And I know people will hear this and be like, okay, she's a psycho, but I swear it happened. (laughs) No, I think the people listening are those kind of people that are like, yes, like signs come in the most opportune times. I think that's what your story shows so many people is that like, when you think things are falling apart, sometimes they're falling apart because there's something better out there for you and God, the universe, like whatever people want to say, it's leading you towards that direction. It's like, this isn't 
what's best for you. Like we gotta, we gotta like kind of burn it down to start over. And yes. I feel like that's what that your story shows. And wow, that is crazy. That is such I know. Yeah. And whatever it is that you believe, but I totally agree with that. Like I had all these plans. I had all this huge vision in mind of what my life was going to look like, what I was going to do. And obviously that just wasn't what it was supposed to be because now I look back and I'm like, Oh my God, I wanted that. I wanted to be that. I wanted to be in that place. Why? Like I am so much happier, so much healthier, just so much all in general, like such a changed, like grown person from what I was a year and a half ago, but a year and a half ago, if you would have told me I am where I would be, where I am now, I'd be like, okay, no, that's not the plan. So whether it was God or the universe or whatever people believe in, yes, sometimes your plan is just not what it's supposed to be. And they know that God knows that. And we'll say like, all right, you're not seeing my little signs. Cause they're looking back. There were signs that I, that I shouldn't have been following the path I was on. And I feel like he just kind of took the wheel and was like, all right, you're not listening to me. So I'm going to make you listen. Let's go. I love that. Like, okay, you're not taking these little hints. Let's uh, do it big here. <laughs> yeah. And I can say as your friend, and I'm looking at her through Zoom, like she is just like, not only is she glowing from Rodanum Field, shout out to that, but she's just yeah. glowing and radiating with like happiness and positivity. Like, I feel like you can just tell it just from looking at you. That was actually the first thing I said we got on. I was like, dang, you are glowing girl. <laughs> Thank you. And I do feel that like, I feel like just so many pieces, like I take better care of myself. I'm in like a way better mindset. I'm in like just everything in general. Like I can, like, I feel that I'm happier. My friends, like you haven't seen me in like six months. Cause you don't, we don't live by each other, but yes. you said it as soon as we got on my parents say it. Like, I just, I mean, I don't think I've ever been happier in my entire life. Uh, so inspiring. It's just the best story. I love it so much. It's yeah. You guys got to follow her on Instagram and see like how amazing, I mean, your life has always been amazing, but just with what's happened in the last year, it's just so beautiful to see your story and where you are now. So let's wrap this back up. And what is one piece of advice you could give to anyone, especially maybe going through like something tough or a hard season right now? Oh gosh. I feel like I could give so many pieces of advice. I've already talked about like not caring what other people think. So I won't give that because that's a hard thing to do. You have to like get there on your own. Yes. Um, I would say, because I struggled with this for so long and it's something I had to just give in on was not being afraid to ask for help. Mm. Like it is okay to admit and I'm even saying this to myself because I still sometimes struggle with this. It is okay to admit that you are not okay or that you are having trouble with something and ask for help, whether that's therapy, like we talked about, or just like admitting to your partner, like, Hey, I can't handle all the chores. I need help. Or yes. talking to your friends or your family, like to get something off of your plate or help as in, I need someone to listen to me. You don't have to be alone in whatever it is that is hard for you, whether it's something as small as. I don't have time to vacuum the floors or as big as my life is falling apart and I need to go to therapy. Can you help me find a therapist? Yes. Yes. Queen. (laughs) I love that. That is so good. It reminds me of like the quote, you can do anything. Like you can literally do anything, but you can't do everything. And I feel like that's what you just said. So I love that. I love that so much. Brittany, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so 
so much for having me. This was so fun. I know we're going to do it again. I mean, hopefully you're down, but <laughs> I just thought I, of some other things I want to ask you. So hopefully you can come back on. <laughs> Absolutely. Guys, I love Brittany's message at the end. Such a good reminder. It is okay not to be okay. And it is more than okay to ask for help when you need it. So thank you, Brittany, for sharing that with us at the end. I also just want to point out, isn't she such a wonderful example of how much your life can change in a year, especially when you focus on what feels right for you and making yourself feel better and working on yourself, doing that hard inner work like she did by going to therapy. We talked about how a year ago is when some of this stuff started happening and she felt like her life was you know, out of control. And if you look at her life now, you would never know that. So if you want to follow along with Brittany and her story, make sure to check her out on Instagram. Her Instagram handle is Brittany, B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y underscore Gail, G-A-I-L nine. Also, I can't believe I almost forgot to mention Brittany has a super cute lifestyle blog. So go check that out. The URL is ablogbybrittany.com. I will also link that in the show notes. As always, you can see what I'm up to on Instagram at Lindsay with an A, L-A-N-D-S-A-Y, M is a Michelle Tanner. Feel free to share this episode with anyone that you think needs to hear Brittany's message. And as always, share your takeaways with us over on Instagram. I love every single one of you. I'm grateful for every single one of you. I hope you have the best, most aligning week. And I will see you next time on Alignment Adventures. Bye.